Hi there, Holly Anderson here. You're listening to Creative Status. If you've ever wondered how you can transcend your ideas about yourself and the past, the things that you might have been through that are holding you back, trauma, victim mindset, limiting beliefs, the feeling that nothing really means anything, then this particular episode of the show may be for you. It's an interview with uh, Carl Serapian, who is a spiritual life coach. He helps people to deal with their trauma, brings in a lot of his own experience. This is a really powerful conversation about his journey, the lessons learned, and ultimately how it all boils down to trust and allowing life to do what it needs to do so we can become who we need to become. Carl, thanks for your time. Everyone else, thanks for listening. If this helps you in any way, then leave a review somewhere. But other than that, here's the interview. Thanks a bunch. Boom. Oh, hi there, Carl. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Creative Status. You are a spiritual transformation coach, which is a wonderful title. And I think that is going to crack open some things for this conversation that are very relevant to the kind of things we talk about on this podcast. I'm going to stop rambling and ask you to introduce yourself. Uh, Can you let people know who you are, what you do, and what you want to get out of this conversation that we're about to have? Sure, sure. Thank you for the um, for the introduction, Oli. I um, <clears throat> I'm very happy to be here. I kind of looked up the subject that you cover and all that, and it's it's, it's very interesting. It, it resonates a lot with what I want to share with the world. Uh, yeah, so I'm a spiritual transformation coach. Um, basically, I'm just sharing my experience of life of how I went from being <clears throat> in a very victim um, victim uh, personality. Going through war, I was born in, in a country of war. I had to flee my country at the age of 12. Wow. I had to, um, you know, uh, I was victim of physical violence, emotional violence, very strict education, not necessarily at home, but just, just the school system and all that. And I, I could say we could, you know, if you want to put words, I'm more of a, an open energy, a sensitive um, you know, there's many words they give these today. So I was absorbing everything, and, and I thought that was me, that was it, mm-hmm. and, and that's and that's about it. There's nothing to do, um, and that's what creates right mental mental illnesses and all depression and all that. So I went through a lot of that, and I, wow. but something that I don't know how it came to me is that I knew there was something better available. Mm-hmm. I, I did not I did not accept that this is what life is. You 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 grow up in this beautiful planet earth sensational but you have to suffer it didn't make any sense it was mm-hmm. too much of a disconnect so i took it upon me to to search to take seminars to do yoga meditation uh, <clears throat> follow gurus uh, uh, try everything you know uh, uh, try having big projects so i get excited about it or f- running after money or women or i tried everything like yeah, yeah. everything right so and then after a while, it, it you know um, with a lot of ups and downs that we could, if if it's uh, appropriate, we could get into. I kind of started seeing the big picture, mm-hmm. and committing myself to getting going step by step, following that that picture, that that feeling that I had, which was the path of of transformation. Mm-hmm. You just said so many amazing things that we can just crack open, <laughs> like we could go in a million different directions now. Yeah. I think the a good way into this is what you said about being a victim and like mm-hmm. getting over the victim mindset. Mm-hmm. Because actually the story that you just shared, you've also shared within the context of the story, the paradox 
of transcending victimhood. Because if you look at your story as an objective observer, mm-hmm. you can say, okay, this poor guy, you, you know, he had to literally flee from his country. And it sounds like the education system was really strict. And, you know, you, you went through all of these different things. Mm-hmm. If you did decide to call yourself a victim, in a way, like it's probably justified. Mm-hmm. But at the mm-hmm. same time, if you did do that, it would just hold you back from that bigger picture that you're talking about and alluding mm-hmm. to, where really nobody is a victim, even though we do go through things. And so I think a good starting point to kind of open all this up is that. So what is the difference between you know seeing yourself as a victim and being held back by the mentality that comes with it and just seeing instead that, okay, sometimes bad shit just happens and it doesn't have to define us because in the context of the bigger picture of wholeness, as I like to call it, it's not really a problem. It's just part of the process of returning to who we really are. Something yes. like that. Yes. So. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So, <clears throat> and I think there's, there's, there's a lot of traps, right? There's, there are a lot of traps in when we go through difficult things and it could be individual traps or collective mm. agreements of how we should react to certain things, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we have an agreement today that if I don't agree with you, then I could eventually go to the point where, you know, we could, you know, we could go in a fight and it could <laughs> go very bad. It's, it's, it's part of, well, that's okay, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. we watch it on TV, in movies, it's actually very, you know, um, mm. Hollywood puts it as, as wow. It's, you know, it's, so there, there's a lot of uh, traps, I think, and mainly it's because biologically there are chemicals that actually we get hooked on. We, we're, I, I really think, and I'm saying with all due respect, we're all druggies. We're all <laughs> addicted to feeling something. Whatever it is, just give it to me. I want it now. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's that's why we go on Netflix. That's why we go on YouTube the whole time. It's because mm. we ha- don't, you know, it's, it's much easier to just get a cheap drug <laughs> right away. <Yeah. clears throat> the next moment, I don't care. We'll, we'll manage the next moment. Where my life is going, I don't care. As long as I don't face the stuff, so, so the so that's so that's literally what happens. We're, you know, um, so yeah. So so the victim identity is, and it's so powerful, is because we actually protect it. Because mm. what happens as as a kid, you don't know better. You're like, okay, well, uh, you know, for more, I think most kids, when I see them, they're all open energies. Some of them are, I believe, have genetically more sensitivity to. Uh, loud noises, mm-hmm. fear. I could see it in my friend's child. One of them is very Tarzan. You know, he doesn't care. He's just walking and he, he doesn't care. Nothing. But the other one is always, and nothing happened to the other one. Mm-hmm. He just has these very sensitive um, chords in him. And, you know, he, but he's much more subtle about life. And, you know, mm-hmm. he could be an artist maybe. But, but when you go through trauma and you have that, then you're absorbing it. And I think it's been scientifically proved that until the age of seven, you're just a sponge. Mm. This is like, you have a recording mechanism in you saying, mm. okay, what is this thing called life? Mm. Let me record. Let me mm. see what it is. Oh, okay, there's war. Okay, fine. Oh, there's a lot of fear. Okay, um, fine. There's a lot of violence. Okay, fine. There's also some good things. Okay, good. Mm. So, so I think the victim identity comes when certain events are very intense mm. and they actually leave impressions in us in emotional mm. mental mm. impressions something that really overwhelms our system and and the way i see it is our system says okay well this seems to be the most important thing in your life yeah. this 
happened to you and because the level of intensity is so high then this is this is it this is you mm. i mean even though it's not true your attention starts going there because your attention goes where there's most intensity happening you know if mm-hmm. if during our conversation now there's god forbid a bomb explodes somewhere this conversation is over we're like what what the hell happened it's it's about the bomb right yeah, yeah. So, so that's where I think the victim mentality comes, where these events of people actually doing things, sometimes it's maybe exaggerated in our mind if we're sensitive or maybe even invented, who knows, mm-hmm. that could go into mental illnesses. But the impression is so strong that we cannot, even if we try to hide it with drugs, we try to do things and have party all the time and be outgoing and you know react the opposite of what we feel, there it's not going anywhere until you don't face it mm. and so it's a victim mentality because uh, that's what who you think you are eventually so you fall in the trap as a kid you, mm. you identify with these things i'm scared i'm anxious i'm weak mm. i don't know how to handle uh, people mm. people scare me and all these come whether just naturally because you're introvert or because you had trauma whatever it is and then as an adult you don't even realize that you you think you are these things mm-hmm. and then you protect it like it's this very precious yeah. thing in you yeah. and then we get insulted if someone tells well come out of your comfort zone <laughs> or all these things because we're like no that's me that's yeah. that's you know yeah so that's in a nutshell what i think is is this whole um mentality of, of, of being a victim acting mm-hmm. like a victim yeah so there's two interesting things there like the first thing is it's exactly what you said like a lot of the time victimhood and the victim mentality is it's a trauma response so something mm-hmm. terrible happens we freeze up and by freezing up we end up creating a kind of fake version of ourselves so that we can stay frozen ultimately it's an ego problem i i would say mm-hmm. the other interesting thing is exactly what you said as well like we end up protecting that false identity that we create mm-hmm. and it originates because we you know at some level we we don't we're not ready to face life head on again, because mm-hmm. we don't want to have to go through some traumatic thing in the future that similar to what we've already been through. But actually, in many, many cases, the odds of something terrible happening again, especially in adulthood, when we have more autonomy and more control over our lives and all that kind of stuff, is, you know, it's a very low probability. So I guess the mm-hmm. next question for you is, what are the benefits of being a victim? Because I think yes, when we yes. get into that state where we're trying to protect the ego and uh, the victim incarnation that is taken on board we protect it because it offers us certain benefits and those benefits they're always only short-term things in the long term they keep us away from that bigger picture that you were talking about and then we'll Mm -hmm. get on to but why do you think like people fight to protect the victim mentality the victim identity they picked up when at some level they probably are aware that is holding them back from being as real as they possibly could be. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so I think it's because it has to do, and I'm not being anybody, but it's, it's what it is. I think education lacks a tremendous amount of awareness about the inner dimension of life. We are stuffed with information that is, to a certain point, very necessary. I mean, you have to know how to count. You have to know how to... Uh, you know, uh, know, learn about countries, your country, all that. But I think it's way over, like way too many things, you know, that, that, that are not necessarily as important. Actually, to me, they're not at all close to being as important as 
learning how to be well inside of you. We're learning yeah. how to yeah. have inner peace no matter what happens. But because nobody, it's, it's, it's a catch-22. How many teachers experience inner peace, you know? Mm -hmm. And with all my respect, I love the whole idea of teaching and all that. But it's, it's our message and, and, you know, you and all of us that kind of bring a wake-up call saying, hold on, you know, somebody's got to start a, the, the wave and break the momentum the other way saying, hold on, this is not it, you know? Mm -hmm. So so basically, um, so the reason why I think we, we get stuck is because right away when the trauma happens, you're alone. You, you, there's nobody teaching you what to do with it. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, mm -hmm. well, you, you, you're a living being. If even if you look at an ant, if you try to try to kill the ant, it's going to run away. So we're we're programmed. Anything that's living is programmed to try to live as long as possible. Mm -hmm. So if there's this thing here that's very threatening to me, and nobody's teaching me how to, let's say, tame the ego and and kind of go into it and see what happened and all that, talk about it, and which you know that's just the first level. Then the next thing is to run away from it because yeah. we don't we don't know it's it's too painful and that's yeah. where dissociation happens. Yeah. That's where a lot of mental illnesses where you completely you completely cut off with, from the present moment and you just want to create a reality for you, of yourself that is more acceptable, uh, more okay to you to live. So so the reason why I think we are we get stuck is because something major happens that leaves a very strong impression on us. Mm. Our whole system gets shocked. Uh, you know, it's like any alarm system. It says, okay, well, from here on, like you're saying, from here on, we're going to watch out for this thing because look what happened to us, right? So instead of having support or, or somebody helping us to, to kind of, um, you know, melt that away and find that, and I'm not blaming anybody. It's just our job as a collective to have the responsibility to do it. Mm. Um, so... So then we don't have that help. So then we say, okay, well, the next solution, we don't think about it this way, but the next unconscious solution, okay, well, let's run away from it. Let's suppress it. Yeah. Let's keep it as far as possible from, from us. Mm. And then once we do that, we are adding so many layers of, okay, well, you know what? I'll, I'll work on looking better. I'll work on um, getting more girls. I'll work on making more money. All these things to, to replace the simple fact of having joy of just living, of just yeah. existing, yeah. Vib just vibrating for no reason because we're a vibrational being. Mm. So, so I think that's what happens um, with, with the whole victim identity. So that's why we get stuck in it. We don't have the, the we don't have anybody helping us to see through it. And then we go to our reflex. Our default system is let's run away from it. Let's suppress it. Mm. Let's not ever talk about it. And then let's build a whole other life, you know, on top of this one yeah. to pretend that nothing ever happened and that we're actually maybe even the opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's where, that's where, uh, that's how it develops. And, and then there's something about what we call the ego, which the way I'm see, I see now is the ego is like this identification, this attention that we give, this uh, consent, this this uh, conviction that we convince ourselves, coming also from the collective convictions, that I am this thing. Mm. I am this. Mm. That that's for me is what the ego is. Now, yeah. I am anxious. I am. It's not like I have anxiety. I am depressed. It's yeah, me, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, and life tells you, fine. Life is just an energy. Fine. Okay, you want to play that role? <laughs> okay, fine. You know, it's yeah, yeah. you know, you could do it in a movie or you could do it in life all your life. Fine. 
And I think that's where there's a benefit, to answer your question, a benefit, which is this <clears throat> entity called ego, which actually is no entity. It's just, it's just a way we describe it because it's all one. We are just putting our attention to the lowest part of our energy being. I, I, that's how I look at it. Mm. And we're saying, well, you know what? I'm choosing these, these things about what, who I am. I'm choosing that I'm anxious and that I'm depressed and nobody likes me. Fine. Okay, let's yeah. go with that. That's my life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's what we that's what we do. And then every time we could reinforce this thing, we feel stronger about it. We feel so. There's a so the benefit. One of the benefits is that the ego feels inflated. It's mm. like I am the most victim about among all the victims. Mm. Wow. Yeah. You know. Or the other way, somebody could say, "Well, I'll, I'll prove it wrong." And I'll be accumulating as many things as possible. So I have the, the, the finest car, mm. the most beautiful uh, wife. Um, you know, I, I know a lot about uh, some stuff, either finance or, or you know, I have a lot of knowledge. Um, so, so all these things, we start adding them and it becomes a, lead, a, a truly living being. I mean, it's, it's, mm. it's not true, but to understand it, we have to actually exaggerate it mm. to see it. Mm. It becomes an operating system. Exactly. which is just basic energy it's just there's nothing there but we are every day we are supporting it mm. the moment we don't support it it's going to go away mm. but we're attached to it because it gives us that high yeah. you know yeah. if i could say only i'm better than you well i feel so good for the moment you know mm. it's mm -hmm. uh, like i, I was uh, i play soccer on sundays and i used to be uh, 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 i'm sorry let's say football <laughs> <laughs> so I used to be uh, a goaltender when I was a kid, and I did it through adulthood. I, I play, you know, we play a bit more. Uh, whoever is, wants to go in nets, and we switch. So I made two very nice saves, and my ego just was so big. It just, I mean, it's not only ego. It's just a great sensation. Yeah, yeah. But I was watching, and I was saying it, wow, if I, could, if I would fall in the trap of thinking that I'm somebody all of a sudden... Because I did something great, yeah, 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 and people yeah, are yeah, applauding. Yeah, yeah. And then you see, um, you see, I was looking at a documentary about with the Robin, uh, uh, is it, uh, Will, what's his name? Um, not, not the actor, the, uh, oh, the, singer. the, the singer, yes. Robbie Williams. Robbie, amazing documentary because I love learning from these people. It's a gift that they do these things and they're vulnerable enough to, sh you know, to, 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 to let us go in their life. That's what is going. I mean, how could you not have issue is when at 23 you have 80,000 people scream, screaming your name you know <laughs> so so that's what it is and and I mean we could go in other directions but I think that's what happens the benefit is um, you feel inflated for a moment yeah um, yeah. and also you, you could get attention from others poor yeah. little yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know you work so hard but things don't work for you uh, you know but you have that oh okay then, then you say okay well I mean that's good enough I'll play small and that's that's yeah. enough for me yeah and I'll just take yeah, you're right. Like ultimately, if we're filtering everything through ego, and that is our predominant way of identifying and interacting with life, we have become disconnected within ourselves. We've become disconnected mm -hmm. from our realness, disconnected from our truth. And if you become disconnected from your realness and the truth, you always feel like there's something missing. And the thing mm -hmm. that is missing is it's the feeling of love, of joy, of bliss, whatever word you want to yeah. use. The default state when we are being real and we're aligned with truth. And so the benefit is exactly what you said. The ego ends up being a device that we use to get attention, basically, or to do things that will get us attention. 
And we use that attention as a substitute for the love that we've been disconnected mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. And so it can be positive things. Like in, in the example you gave, like you get a goal, that's a good thing, right? It's not bad. And you, you get attention from that, which makes you feel that you're, you're lovable, let's say. With the victim mindset, it's the same structure, the same principle. But instead of chasing positive attention, it's negative attention. And so mm-hmm. you go around and you tell everyone how hard your life is and blah, 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 blah. People give you attention or sympathy and you experience that as love ultimately. But yeah. actually, you can have a more real version of love anytime you like by realizing that that structure of the ego is completely unreal. You can dismantle it actually and then you can step into uh, your real life and put yourself on a path of moving towards things that actually matter to you and that are going to bring you a, a deeper connection to yourself, other people, and life itself in a more authentic way. And that's when you're going to bring actual love into your life because you're going to have found the foundation of love or realness, whatever word you want to use, within yourself. And then that is going to be something you put out into the world instead of using the ego as a device to get little grasps of attention in any way that you, you can. And so Splendid. yeah. the question and also and also oh. sorry and, and also I don't want to disregard at all what happens to us and to whoever's oh, no, no. listening. Not yeah, yeah. not at all. Not at all. Because it's it's actually has nothing to do with that. It's just um the yeah. what ha- happened is just then after that, yeah, you know, I, w- I was calculating um for let, let's say somebody lives until they're 80. I mean, you know, maybe I'm being optimistic, but yeah. I like to be optimistic, right? <laughs> so um that's I calculated. That's um, two billion five hundred twenty-four million eight hundred thousand seconds. That's wow. that's how much you live if you're living till you're eighty. Mm-hmm. So that's two billion. That's one thing. Then you add five hundred and twenty-four million, and then you add eighty uh, eight hundred thousand seconds. That's our life. Okay? Mm-hmm. So how many bad things happen in our life? If you have these five billion more or less seconds, mm. how many moments were really bad traumatizing events? Very few. Let's say things. let's say somebody had like ten, like, like, like amazingly hard mm. hardship life, and and mm. and, and and you know uh, um, some people might have worse in these days. I know some places are are in tremendous. Uh, uh, trauma and, and difficult times, you know, of course. But I'm just saying that how many, so, so what's happening? So you have 10. So let's take uh, a 2 billion 500 minus 10 mm. seconds, or let's mm. say it took three, two minutes each, whatever. <laughs> so then you have, then you have all the rest of your life. What is happening is that we are repeating. Yeah, exactly that. We are repeating it every, we are recreating that reality every moment for the rest of the five billion seconds yeah yeah that's it we take ourselves out of the present moment Mm -hmm. because our bodies ultimately are just replaying the moment over and over again and actually that is a natural response in a way because it's helping you to process it but the problem Mm -hmm. is if we think we have no control over that and we don't take responsibility for it because we're scared then those two minutes whatever it is end up defining our whole lives. And you're right, like talking about victimhood and stuff, like you do have to walk the tightrope of being real, but also being sensitive because of course, some of the stuff that does happen is it's awful. Like there are awful, awful things going on out there in the world and it is hard to get over some things. But the message I think is that we can get over them Mm -hmm. ultimately always. And there's another element as well. Like you can take it to the extremes 
but it seems to me at least, if I look back at my life, all of the bad shit that's happened has been a blessing in retrospect. It's shit when you're going through it, obviously, mm-hmm. and it's shit when you kind of come into terms with it. But then when you are able to alchemize, if you want to use that word, or mm-hmm. transmute mm-hmm. the experience into lessons that give you a solid foundation to stand upon your own realness, that shit becomes a diamond. And mm-hmm. actually, the only thing that stops you from getting to that place where you're holding the diamond in your hand and you can use that to shine more light in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm laughing because that sounds so dramatically poetic. But anyway, <laughs> the, the only way you can get that diamond, and it's always there, is to kind of get the, the strength or the trust to wade through the shit. And as long as you can trust, you will find that diamond because there's always a lesson and there's always an opportunity. And I know that that is offensive to some people. Like if you know mm-hmm. if you've been through like extreme extreme abuse or trauma or whatever, then obviously it's going to be harder to wade through all that shit. But there's always something there that is going to allow you to be more real in the long yes. run. I think the trap in, that could come uh, that I observe in myself as well is that the moment you want to do that, mm. we forgot about the little ego that we gave so much energy and care and, and we're protecting it. Yeah. That's going to come up. It's going to say course, yeah. unco- uncomfortable, stop it right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uncomfortable, stop. So, so that's what, if we look at it moment by moment, let's say so, so someone says, okay, well, Oli and Carl, very nice. You, you know, it's very nice what you're saying. Let me try it. <laughs> Let me, let me try just using it. What the hell? No, I'm, uh, who's saying no now? It's the ego because, yeah, exactly. and what I mean by ego is that us giving attention <clears throat> to the, these events that happen and saying, no, no, I am these things. This is not what I want. I want to keep these things. Yeah. So no, it's, it's, I don't want to. It's, you're wrong. It's not true. Um, and then there's a whole mind that could, you know, anything you want to give the mind to wrap around and, and protect itself, explain itself. It's a genius to do it. It'll find mm-hmm. amazing arguments as to what we're saying is, is not good and it's crap and doesn't make sense. And, you know, just go back to whatever is comfortable for you, which is fine. It just, it just, you're missing out. That's all what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's another level as well where stepping into truth, stepping into realness, you actually end up stepping beyond judgment and duality and any ideas of good and bad. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's part of the process because if you can step beyond the judgments of the, the bad, quote, scare mm-hmm. quote, things that did happen to us, we realize that, okay, even though it was really hard and it was painful in the short term, in the context of our lives overall, because in, in the big picture, we can get those diamonds, it wasn't... It wasn't good and it wasn't bad. It just was something that happened. And now that that's over and we're stepping into taking responsibility for our lives and gro- our own growth and expansion and all that kind of stuff, it's just fuel for the journey. That's mm-hmm. literally all it is. It's not It's not good. It's not bad. It's like the, there's like a saying. I can't remember it exactly. It's like, you know, th- the same rain falls on some seeds and they turn into a rose bush or whatever. The same rain falls on other seeds and it turns into weeds. In, this, mm-hmm. in, in the context of what we're talking about, the rain is our attention and what we decide to do mm. with what we've been through. And as long as you have a vision for where you're going and the trust that's going to get you there, then the judgment of the past can be let go of, basically, and you just keep moving. Do you, do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. and it's, it, it absolutely is fuel. Mm. And, and mm. the way I experience it is that wow. anything that bothers me... Mm. If, if I allow it, exactly, if you allow it. 
if I allow it fully, and, and, and that's the, it's, it sounds too simple, but that's the only place where we get caught. But it's such a big trap because right away we say, this shouldn't be like this. That's our first reflex. And that could take a lifetime to even realize this, this shouldn't be like this. Yeah. This shouldn't be this moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shouldn't be like this. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll go on Netflix. I'll convince myself it's not there. I'll, I'll you know, I'll get high. I'll, I'll, I'll call a friend. Yeah. I'll, I'll do, and, and even if I say it, you know, we all fall for it. I, I do fall for it as well. But even if I said it a million times, when it happens, it's so real. It's such a seductive movie. It's such a seductive, uh, uh, fully uh, f- five-dimensional, um, you know, with all the, the feelings and, and the, the biology going your way and saying, you're right, don't. You know, it's, it's such a good movie. Don't come out of it. Yeah. But it's just nothing is happening. Yeah, exactly. Nothing's happening. You're just in a movie telling you that this is awful. And, <laughs> and, and the only practice that's really needed <laughs> is the practice of allowing. Yes. Yes. And that's, that, that's how you become one with yeah. everything. And that's what yoga means. It means yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Like you're saying, right? There's no bad, there's no good, there's yeah. no... Yeah. And if you look at um, the reason why people do things, and that's really, really hard to get r- your mind around, uh, even, I mean, for anybody, it's it almost, and I even dare say, it's never about you. Mm. It's not. It was never about you in any case. Yeah. That original trauma was never about you. Yeah. Yeah. You were there, it happened to you, but that person, if they did something to you that is so awful, mm. imagine what's going on in their mind. That's, yeah, how, yeah, they, yeah. that's how they see life. Yeah, that's it. Now, now, why are you convincing yourself that it's about you? That's on you. That's your responsibility, like you're saying, right? Yeah. That's yeah. on you. Yeah. It's ego again. And exactly. That's, ex- that's exactly it. Like when bad things happen to us, for, for most of us, our initial reaction is exactly that. Why me? What mm-hmm. have I done wrong? Why am I being punished by the universe or God or whatever? Like, why, 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 why? It shouldn't be this way. It's not fair. Exactly like you said. But the key point is, it doesn't matter how you think it should be or what you think <laughs> is fair or isn't fair. It is what it is. And this yeah. is why I'm always saying the final lesson is acceptance. That is the key mm-hmm. thing. And actually, it's funny you mentioned yoga. Like, yoga has helped me probably more than anything else with all this stuff. Because it is what it is. If you fall over in a yoga class, for example, there's no point judging yourself. You get back mm-hmm. up, and then you keep trying until you can do the pose. And if you can't do the pose, well, that, so be it. You do your best. You forget the rest. Mm-hmm. And that is the key thing. And that is the skill, ultimately, that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. To accept that it is what it is. To take ourselves out of the equation but not to use it is what it is filtered through the ego. That's another mm-hmm. level of this because a lot of the time people say it is what it is as a way of avoiding what actually is. Do you know what I mean? But oh, so they yes, say they, it, they disconnect from it. Uh, they, yeah, they yeah, yeah, it exactly. is what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you see it in their face that they're just yeah. not happy about it. They're yeah. victim about it, yes. but they're me- mentally trying it exactly. out and saying, well, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what, another example of that. People say, oh, I don't, you know, I, I don't give a fuck. But you can tell mm-hmm. by the way they're saying, I don't oh, yeah, you do. That oh, they yeah, give more fucks than anybody else yeah, like, exactly. on the planet at that moment. And so it's just acceptance. All you need to do is that accept where you're standing. Because only if you accept where you're standing can you decide where the next step is nice. going to take you or what direction it's going to be in. Awesome. And so without that acceptance, 
you're always going to be an ego. Like, ultimately, that's it. That's basically all I ever talk about, really, if you boil it down to the basics. Mm -hmm. The ego is stopping you from accepting yourself, the world, and reality. And without that acceptance, you're always living in that movie that you're talking about, that dream world that you're projecting over what actually is. Yeah, and and if you look at it... um if, like if you look at it in a, in a in a way that maybe we're not used to look at it is when something happens if mm-hmm. if we really try to be as meditative as possible and and as calm and relaxed mood as possible and just look at it objectively like you said initially like something happens is it the event i mean some events are painful somebody hits you you're not going to say well i'm imagining it you hate you know <laughs> if somebody's hitting you fine yeah, yeah, yeah. or even if something somebody screams at you there's an initial energy. It's a natu- the energy is coming is an aggressive one. It's it's yeah, fu- yeah. it's only normal t- for your heart to fluctuate a bit. Mm-hmm. You feel something that that's that's of, of course it's normal. You can't we're yeah. not made of yeah. steel, right? That's just. But yeah. but beyond that, most of the time, I would say ninety nine percent of the time, what we are what we are traumatized about mm. is what we are saying about it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So something happens. So the question is, are we bothered by what is happening or are we bothered by the violent reaction we have, which is the ego again, exactly that. saying something like, you know, am I over my dead body answering to somebody or say, how dare you say this to me? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, mm-hmm. you are talking about this subject. How dare, you know, like all these things. Mm-hmm. So what is bothering more? The words, which mm-hmm. are just sounds coming from mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. or you having your set of data sitting in the data room, right? You're like, let's say you're an IT guy, you have all this data and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to reinforce this data and that data because I'm a victim and nobody talks to me like that because if they do, I feel bad again. That's what's screaming inside of you and saying this shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. It's all about our relationship with the truth. So the only thing we can do with the truth, really, is two options. We either accept it Mm-hmm. and feel good in general or we don't accept it and then we bring friction and frustration and misery into our lives because we're adding extra levels of complication mm-hmm. and so a lot of the time when bad things happen it's again it's exactly like you said right bad shit of course does happen in life someone might punch us we feel pain someone might shout in our face and it's annoying or whatever it is but if we're aligned with the truth our experience of those bad things won't be as bad as it would be if we were trying to resist it or we were filtering it through the ego. And so I guess what I'm saying is like acceptance is about understanding that, okay, bad things are going to happen. Like we're not going to feel amazing all of the time. But if you're living in this real way and you're not filtering everything through ego, the bad things or the, the effects of the bad things kind of dissipate and dissolve more quickly because once Mm -hmm. it's done, it's done and it's easier to move on. If you're filtering it through your ego because you need the truth to be something other than what it actually is, you're avoiding that is what it isness, then the ramifications of whatever it is are going to echo for way longer than they need to. Mm -hmm. And that is the distinction. So you can either have a life where bad stuff happens every so often because that's just life for all of us, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or you have a life where bad stuff happens but you make it shit because you're filtering it through your identity rather than seeing it as just part of the process and the bigger picture yeah and and i want and you did bring the word skill uh, earlier in the conversation and i want to bring this to to our listeners as well is that 
it is a scale. It's okay if you don't, if, if yeah. it doesn't work out right away. Yeah. Uh, one, years ago when I was in therapy, my therapist gave me a, an image, which is basically a, uh, like a st- stairs, just, you know, how you draw stairs, just yeah. a rectangular yeah. up and up and up. Yeah. This is it. It's, we want to make it one large step and get, reach the goal. It doesn't work like in anything. Why would it work in this in the spiritual path? Yeah. It doesn't work to ride a bike. It doesn't work to, you know, I mean, just to, to <laughs> utter words, uh, it's so many things, complex things happening. It took so much training to just talk and speak and, and, and all these things. So we got to be able to say, okay, well, if I'm at level, not that there are levels of how good you are, but just it's a scale. So if I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. starting off, and I apply it and it felt uncomfortable and I say, well, never again. Well, you're, you're putting out yourself out of the game. It's supposed to take some time. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a step-by-step thing. It's, it, it's, there's, there's a skill level unless you're someone lucky that, you know, that gets enlightened all of a sudden. That could happen also. It, it very rarely, but it could happen where it's so painful that you just make a switch and mm-hmm. you're enlightened. But for most of us, mm-hmm. it's going to be a skill. Yeah. How long can I hold... Can I stay with what it is? Yeah. It doesn't have to be the whole day. Can I start with five seconds? Can I do 10 seconds? Mm. Uh, when, my, when somebody says something and I don't like it, can I at least wait five seconds before I reply? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's all, and then, you know, like you're saying, don't, don't judge it. Just let it be and then say, okay, well, next time I'll do this. Well, next time I'll do better. Well, next time, oh, well, when he said this thing, I think it brought me back to my past because I'm very sensitive about this and this mm-hmm. that happened to me. So you start learning and it becomes a journey. It becomes like you almost become impatient for the next thing because you want to learn. You're like, okay, I'm, I want to learn what's, what else is in me that yeah, I forgot yeah, about yeah. because I suppressed it for so many years. And, and life is actually yeah, exactly give, giving us the opportunity every day yeah. to process this once and for all. And most of the time we say, no, yeah. no, yeah. no, yeah. I don't want, yeah. I don't want. Yeah, that is a... An amazing way to say it like life is life is constantly helping us to return to life the ego Mm -hmm. is the opposite of life it's the illusion of death ultimately that's what i think Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. the only true death because anytime you're identifying through ego you have taken yourself into just the realm of illusion and stasis and fragmentation Mm -hmm. and disconnection and blah 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 life is always calling you back and that's how you have to see it. Like everything that happens to you is ultimately helping you to return from a place of fragmentation and mm-hmm. bullshit, basically, to wholeness mm-hmm. and connection. That's it. Mm-hmm. And if you know that, that's why it's easier to, to learn to do all this stuff we're talking about, to train yourself to do it, because you can trust life. You can't, you can't go through this path that we're talking about. You can't return to the bigger picture without trusting life. You just can't mm-hmm. do it. Because otherwise, right. you, you think it's all up to you. You think it's all about your perceived strength, your perceived power. That's all ego stuff. It's like you were saying about the victim thing, right? The other side of the victim coin is the hero. You try and be a big hero and you're trying to do everything by yourself. It's just as unreal. And it's mm-hmm. because you're trying to take everything into your own hands instead of realizing that from moment to moment, day to day, life is showing you which direction to go in. And yep. it's always the same, wholeness. And if you know that, actually... Things aren't bad because you're just living in that place beyond. Yeah, and, and 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 more and more, what's opening up to me is because you know you like to keep it real, and I'm actually sharing what's going on with me every day. Yeah, is that what, what I'm seeing is that it, um, 
and I don't want to say theoretically, you know, you got to start experiencing that we're in life energy. So if, if you're not experiencing, fine, just go run, jog. You're going to see, sit down after you jog yeah. um, and or whatever, you, after you make love, whatever it is, just sit down mm-hmm. and, and experience. Do you, if you feel something vibrating in you, do you feel something? And it's, which mm-hmm. is not the body, not the mind, mm-hmm. something different that is just making you feel so good, right? If you don't see it, like I guess, run, uh, yeah. uh, do push-ups, uh, play music, whatever it is, whatever makes you feel good. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so, that, so, that feeling, um, so, so that feeling is there. So then, mm. um, so then what you want to do is, what I'm seeing is that there, we, we learned to live through our mind. So the roadmap yeah. that we learned, again, I go back to education, Mm-hmm. is that we learn to stuff things in our mind and then go back and use that information to navigate the world, <laughs> which is okay if you want to learn math, geography, history. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. It's, 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 you know, you want to drive a car, you have to remember how you drove last time, what this is, that's a pedal for the gas, you know, mm-hmm. steering wheel, fine. But there's another part where, like you're saying, where the trust comes in mm-hmm. is if, if you experience, so step one, experience that you're, you're living, your energy being. Step two what what really is happening from what i'm seeing how how we can live the uh, the ultimate uh, highest level of life is if we realize that this energy being has its own intelligence but moment by moment not by sitting down and saying my life will be this way because that secures how i feel right now mm-hmm. it's more okay this moment my 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 body's my you know i, I feel energy in me and this energy is drawn to take this next action. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that, that's not just a, a, a very, uh, it's not a benign thing that happened. Is that the way I see it is that we're, we're energy beings with antennas. And you're yeah. picking up yeah. the information you need in that exact moment. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah, sure yeah. it happened to all of us. We meet somebody that we fall in love with just by pure luck. Or mm. we, we're inspired to say something and we don't know where it came from. Or... Mm. Uh, you know, we do so well when we play piano or whatever it is. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that, ha- or even when we're talking with someone, it just the conversation just carries because we're picking up. Mm. We forgot about our ego for a moment, yes. and we're 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 recognizing maybe we're not realizing it, but we're recognizing that we are an energy being, yeah. picking up data from the universe, telling us what to do here and now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that becomes the other way of op- so one way of operating is. I'll worry about everything. I'll try to plan everything in my head and, and, and I'll just try to figure all the million things that could go wrong. Yeah, I'll yeah, try yeah. to figure now. Or the other one is to, to just test it out. Like yeah. you're talking about the notion of trust saying, okay, well, I might be an energy being. I feel this energy when I do sports or when I, you know, when I listen to music. Okay. So what is that telling me to do next now? Exactly. What's the next thing? So now we're trusting life itself i'm not saying it's easy it's for anybody i'm no, it's, saying it's, it's easy thing. i'm not saying it's, it's a it's the hardest thing because again we go back to how we gave so much attention and how we cherished our ego telling us screw all this stuff mm-hmm. stay where you are complain cry about it at least we get high right here right now and mm-hmm. and it's okay next moment we don't care about our miserable life we don't care mm-hmm. about just fine that's what it is you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so so that so that's how i'm starting to it as we are an energy being when we have antennas and we are just downloading but to do that we got to allow the stuff that's blocking it to go away first yeah. and gradually we're, yeah. we'll start 
more and more able to download what we're supposed to download in that moment mm -hmm. as information, connect, like me and you, how we connected. Mm -hmm. In a million years, nobody would have said me and you are going to connect. Why? Because nobody knows. Yeah. But it just... I was following something, you were following something, and our path crossed. So mm -hmm. that's, that's an example of it. That's I think. a perfect example. That's what I mean by trusting life and saying that it's, mm -hmm. not, it's not all up to you. If you look at your life, if most of us look at our lives, if any of us look at our lives, all of the amazing things that we have done as individuals, we didn't do it by our own power. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. the, the example I use when I talk about this is right in my book. So like I could say, if I was coming through ego, Okay, yes, I wrote a book and blah, blah, blah. I'm so clever, mm -hmm. look at me. Mm -hmm. If I'm honest with myself, when I wrote that book, I was just open to allow my unconscious to do what it needed to do based on mm -hmm. all of the things I've been through in life. And it came pouring out of me. And it, yeah. it it's not me. If my yeah. ego was going through that writing process saying, right, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, I'd become a control freak. I would not get results. But it's mm -hmm. anything in life. The, the best friendships I've got, the best things I've been, the experience I've had, it all just kind of fell into place because I was doing what you're talking about, listening out for the promptings of which direction to go in. That's mm -hmm. the, the power we have over our lives is training ourselves to be able to distinguish fragmentary bullshit information from the ego and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And from things that are sourced in the whole, in wholeness. That's a big shift for me this year. Like I've realized, I used to be one of these people where I was always doing things. I was always going to do this and do that and do this and do that. I wasn't getting the results I wanted. So I was like, okay, I need to change something here. So I stopped just forcing things like that. And I would do what you were saying. So if I didn't really know the next step, I'd meditate, I'd go for a walk, I'd take a day off instead of just doing things for the sake of it, which is always ego. Mm -hmm. And by making space like that, these kind of promptings, my antenna would pick up the things that I actually needed to do. But you have to trust that those next steps are going to become clear. And yeah. they will never become clear if you're filtering things through ego. But otherwise, they're just always there. That's the whole point. That's why you can trust life. So this has been awesome. But I'm going to wrap things up. How would you sum up this whole conversation? Like, no pressure, because we covered a lot. What is the, <laughs> what's the main lesson? And That's, also, can you tell people where they can find you if they want to work sure. with you or whatever? Sure, sure. Um, let me just let it sink in. Get the uh, antenna up. Yeah. So I, I really would go back to the to the initial opening or somewhere in, uh, in the middle <laughs> of it. We spoke about the allowing because mm -hmm. eventually, um, yeah. if if you train yourself to know when the ego is telling you and i know it can be hard at first but if you train yourself and usually it's a negative feeling the moment you have a negative feeling about something mm -hmm. there is the ego waking again and trying to 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 uh, control and and tell you what to do so mm -hmm. i really could i could only go back to the allowing mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. if you tell me yeah but carl i could allow all this but not this nope yeah. allowing yeah, 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 yeah but you don't stand nope allowing yeah but no nope yeah. Then we'll talk because once you allow something, yeah. then you're 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 able to find creative solutions. Yeah. So I, I'll have to go back to the the yeah. um, the one answer, which is the allowance of everything. And yeah. and and to me, an enlightened being is the is one that feels one with everything yeah, around yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So that that that's what I would say. Um, and I really uh, want to thank you, Oli, for this conversation because. <clears throat> 
it's, you know, for me, it's the best job in the world. You know, comedians could think that cracking jokes is, and I love <laughs> cracking jokes, and I would love to try it out once to be a stand-up comedian just for a night. Yeah. But I think when I look at this, I say, you know, to me, it's the most beautiful job, and I hope some people get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if some people are listening, are interested in, in connecting with me, um, I'll, I'll send you the links. Uh, my website is uh, innerpathwithcarl.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be adding a page with some bonuses and stuff like that. Um, my Instagram is so inner path Carl, mm. uh, Carl with a C. And um, yeah, and I mean, I'm willing to offer a free session where we could uh, just talk on and I'm you know, all about value. And if you think that you need more guidance and more close guidance and you have a lot of questions, then we could work together. But if not, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be, my job will be done by mm. sharing something with you that could hopefully impact. So uh, yeah. Amazing. Carl, thank you so much. This has been really awesome. Like, I really appreciate everything that you've shared and your whole vibe. So thank you so much. Thank you, Oli. Thank you so much.